Hello, hello, ladies and gentlemen. We are live now with episode 113 here of SC2 Up and Coming. And joined with me tonight is Curran. Sadly, no Master Dalk. He is sick. I guess, you know, it's like super cold up there in Canada. And <laughs> schools are just full of diseases and stuff. I don't know. It's, it's like flu season in, in the U.S. at least. And people in my area in Virginia have just been sick like nonstop from like end of November to like now so I, I'm not surprised that more people are getting sick but I don't know but how are you doing Kern it's been like a month it, I think yeah it's been a while I'm doing good though had some nice you know time off even though it's traveling and holidays is still good to to get away from it all I guess yes Yes, have that nice little off season from all the the craziness that uh, happens during the regular year. I completely yeah. understand. Um, but yeah, thank you guys for tuning in tonight. I know we have some people joining us in the chat. If this is your first time watching, welcome. This is of course SC Two Up and Coming. Normally we have three hosts, but tonight we just got two. We will also be having a guest. As you can see down below, Root Estrella will be joining us later today to kind of talk a little bit about WCS and talk a little bit about himself kind of thing since he is one of our new WCS participants since he was able to qualify up as of last week. So uh, we'll have him on a little bit later in the show, but if for whatever reason you don't know what the show is about or you forgot in that month we were off, uh, SC2 Up and Coming is focused on the up and coming scene. Hence the name. We talk about team and player changes, tournaments, all that kind of stuff. And now that WCS is back in full swing, we'll be talking about that as well as one of our main focus. But uh, it seems like that off season is like the flood of land. So we have a lot of lands to talk about as well uh, tonight. There was at least three that took place over the weekend. I think all, two of them on the same day. Actually, right? all three of them took place on the same day. Oh, there you go. At least the three that I'm going to talk about. I'm sure there's more that... Uh, took place <laughs> that I just didn't know about or didn't hear about, which if you guys are having lands and you want to help spread the word about them, let us know so we can talk about them on the show. We'd love to talk about um, local lands and stuff like that. Um, but enough about us and whatnot and, and the holidays and everything. Why don't we actually jump into the show and talk a little bit about some of the general news and stuff that's kind of happened more or less in the month. We, we've tried to kind of keep it within the last week or two really in january and not too much focus on december but how about at least in in january what have we missed i know we've got actually top 100 streamers is one of the things that i wanted to bring up because every month they do kind of their top streamers and stuff but uh they actually put up a compiled a whole list um of the top streamers of 2014 which i thought was really cool uh, to kind of look through the list, and they even broke down, like, the months that these streamers were active and the ones that they were not active, you know, what were their average views, how many hours, peak, all that cool information that if you like looking at just numbers and statistics and stuff like that, you might find that kind of stuff interesting. And to see the, out of all of the races, Terran seemed to be the most represented in our top ten, at least in 2014. About half, yeah. Then again, it was players like Polt, Innovation, Marine King, MMA. Uh, the Muslim was also in there as well as our Terrans that were kind of most viewed. Um, some of the other top ten we had was... Not Gr many Protoss. No, Grubby. Grubby was our sole Protoss <laughs> representative. We had two Zerg players. 
Destiny and Stefano. I think most people can look at Destiny and be like, all right, it makes sense. He's kind of a streamer. It'd be silly not to have him kind of be represented in the top ten. Uh, but we had two random players, which was I thought was very cool. Uh, yeah. Apollo and Winter. But if you guys are kind of paying attention even just to the streamer list on TL, you'll see Winter is streaming like every day and constantly getting lots and lots of viewers. So that kind of makes sense. I was yeah, kind just of, looking at his hours on here yes. compared to everyone else. <laughs> the, yeah, that's the, they have two lists too for it. Like the um, sorted by hours. Of course, Winter is number one. He's he's <laughs> he, in 2014. He has reached the maximum number. Right behind him is Destiny. There, but very interesting to note that you know Winter made top ten on both lists, and he has twice as many hours as Destiny. Yes, he does. <laughs> so, <laughs> so Winter does stream a lot. Um, and he was doing a little bit. He was playing the WCS uh, Challenge League qualifiers. I know last week doing a little bit uh, of coverage for it after he got eliminated and everything. So, you know, cool stuff going on with, uh, of course, Winter and, and his streaming capabilities. Uh, the other random player that we had was Apollo, uh, which I thought was interesting since he only streamed like three months and then didn't, didn't stream at all, but still, you know good on Apollo, at least for uh, average viewers, was able to, to hop up there in that top. Um, of course, for sort of by views or hours-wise, we have a different top 10, um, which represents a lot more Protoss, I'd say, in this one. At least Minigo Minigun, Incontrol, and Grubby are listed for the top 2014 by views. So, per hour, if, if you look at it that way. Um, so, I thought just little interesting notes uh, there and uh, I like seeing the the whole 100 list to see some of the players that you don't really see very much like Lucira as one of them he's actually listed on the top 100 uh, just because he streamed at the beginning of 2014 and then never again at the end but just still just enough to re make it up there in like 94th spot there so uh, Jokshi is another one that like only streamed like three months but I know, always cool to kind of look through some of the, the players that are, are getting lots of views or, or uh, streaming a lot more than, than others there. Um, so, yeah. Good. Yeah, definitely, yeah. Good, good stuff um, with the, the top streamer stuff. And this is something that does get posted up. They they always do the top 50 streamers of each month. So if you really want to keep track of, of the streamers and how they're doing, that's kind of their... I guess, streamer ladder, almost. And expect to see Winter up there a lot. Yes, that is true. Expect to see lots of Winter. <laughs> expect to see Destiny. Avila is probably going to be on that list, too. I'm, I'm assuming. I know he's streaming a lot. Dragon. You know, these these sort of players are, are what you'd expect to see on there. <laughs> um, and, and, of course, just regular pros, too. But uh, So that's kind of what's going on in that regard. Uh, but kind of sort of leading into team and player changes, also general news in relation to kind of Gameheart. What's going on with that, Curran? Actually, uh, well, himself, but. the wonderful Ryan Shooter is now working with Blizzard officially. He is officially part of the Blizzard team, and yeah, now he can actually do what he's always wanted to do and tried to do with the Gameheart project, which is just work on the game full-time and not have to worry about a paycheck somewhere else. Yes, yes, which I think is, so, is awesome. Yeah, huge congrats to him and well-deserved, definitely. He has put in so much work for the community. 
yeah, so hopefully we'll be seeing some cool new changes to uh, some of maybe the uh, UIs and overlays and stuff like that, potentially. I don't know. We'll see what uh, crops up now with him being able to work for Blizzard there. Uh, but that kind of leads us into our team and player changes. Um, and some of these you guys have probably seen or maybe heard something about over the last you know, month or so, or maybe some of them you haven't. So we're just going to touch on a couple of them. Um, I know QXC in particular kind of made a whole post about how he's going to be taking a break uh, from StarCraft 2 for a little bit after the first season um, of WCS. Uh, so that's, you know, if you guys are interested, there's a whole little blog post about it kind of thing. Um, and it really talks about his year, uh, like 2014 in particular, uh, and kind of leading up to this point. Now, he has already made it into the Challenge League. He has qualified up. Um, so at least doesn't have to worry about trying to scramble and get those last couple spots there for NA. Uh, he just kind of hopes that he can get into Premier League. You know, have a good kind of solid run, and then be like, "All right, I'll take a break to Legacy of the Void," or you know, whenever he decides to, to come back, because it does sound like he is interested in uh, coming back. It, it's more like I am likely to return to Legacy of the Void. Yeah, you know, it, it's not like a specific time frame of how long he's going to be away from the game or, or anything like that. He just says, "I'm not done with StarCraft Two, but I feel like I need a break." So. And he's even saying, you know, he might even come back to competitive as soon as the Legacy of the Void beta mm. is in his hands, as soon as he has access to it. Which I think would be cool, too, is just to be like, alright, I don't have to worry so much about Heart of Swarm anymore, I can just focus on Legacy of the Void. And we actually saw... Yeah. Uh, quite and you want to start early. Yes. I mean, we yeah. saw quite a few players do that, Wings of Liberty to Legacy of the Void. Are you hard of this one, you mean? Yes, yes. That's a, yeah. That'd be a long break. That would be. Wings well, <laughs> of Liberty to Heart of the Swarm. A lot of players are just like, okay, cool. I, I know this is not a 100%. This is how the game's going to be in the beta, but I feel more comfortable just playing this and really starting to get a, a, a leg up than to be kind of stuck over here on this stuff that I'm not enjoying as much anymore. Yeah, and even then with the changes, you're more aware of them. Mm -hmm. You know the game better. Uh, than someone that's yeah coming in, but I feel it at least the difference between then and now we have. I feel like the the game is still better suited and, and people are still enjoying it more now than the end of Wings of Liberty, just because it's not the same Broodlord Infester sort of yes games. Not saying that was bad play or anything like that. Yes, it would win you games, but it wasn't always the most exciting games. Um, so we'll see. I mean, it's, I guess, rumors going around that beta should be starting up soon-ish? This month is what they told us at BlizzCon, yeah. I believe. Okay. Was it this? I know that they, I thought they they said Overwatch is also planning to start up. And I believe Master Dalk was saying that that's what they said okay. earlier today. Oh, okay, yeah. So it sounds like January is their time frame to start releasing all the betas all the time. I know Heroes of the Storm is supposed to be going into closed beta uh, tomorrow. So in case you guys are out there that don't have Heroes of the Storm or haven't tried it yet, maybe you'll be able to jump in and play some Heroes of the Storm. I know Curran played a lot early on and hasn't played as much lately. <laughs> I'm still playing every so often, but... Um, 
yeah, so we'll see how things go with, with QXC in particular, but just wanted to bring that up for all you guys out there. Um, some of the other things, speaking of Heroes of the Storm, Todd has said he's going to go play Heroes of the Storm. You can see good transition there. You, you know, set that up. You had that planned. I was ready. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you guys might, as of late, know Todd or remember Todd from his casting that he's done, uh, in particular, like working with ESL, working with Red Bull, and, and you know he's been around the scene for a while, been in and out of, of WCS EU as well as commentating full time. So like he was kind of doing a lot, but he had his background in Warcraft three before he started up with StarCraft 2. So, you know, just kind of this micro-ability with heroes and stuff like that kind of fits in maybe a little bit uh, with some of these Warcraft 3 players. So maybe we'll be seeing more switch over to that. I don't know. At least Todd had said he's been enjoying it. He played like a 1,000 games in two months. So he's like, yeah, it seems like a pretty good fit for me to try it out and see. So Yeah, he wants to see what he can accomplish with it, at least. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So... Uh, this is, I mean, Heroes is still, like, alpha, but we're already seeing teams. Like, EG has a team, Team Liquid has a team, uh, I want to say Cloud9, Dignitas also have a team. Um, so, I, it's it's cool. I mean, it, if, as Blizzard games goes, they tend to have a good following. Like, <laughs> you can look right at, you know, Warcraft, Starcraft, even Hearthstone. And like, say even Overwatch or yes. what may soon not be called Overwatch. Oh, they're thinking uh, about changing the name. There's a copyright issue apparently. Or really? There's a mobile app named uh, Overwatch <laughs> for like airsoft game. Like that's <laughs> yeah. that sucks. <laughs> so we'll see what happens, but it may not be called Overwatch at this point. Well, all right, good to know. So. Um, <laughs> We'll have to keep an eye out with, with what's going on with Blizzard. But yeah, that's what's going on with Todd, at least. Heroes of the Storm gaming, doing that sort of thing. Um, but, Curry, what else has been going on with the team and player changes? What else has been happening over the last month or so? Well, uh, this was actually a big surprise to me. I It makes sense, but I didn't see it coming, and I missed the news when it actually was announced. Mm -hmm. And that is Solaris Gaming is uh, shutting down or shut down. Uh, as most of their, the players they started with, if not all, I think, had left and gone elsewhere. And yeah, yeah. I mean, they had four original, Qatar Cheese, Jon Snow, Padre, and Silky. They had all, they were no longer with the team. Uh, it was Cham, Sonic, Trace, and Virium, who were the last four on the squad. Um, I guess, like, those four original um, knew at some point ahead of time that were like, all right, I guess should start looking for other teams. Well, I don't think but, they ever had a uh, sponsor, really. Yeah, I, don't, I think they were an organization, kind of a clan. They, they, had, yeah. they had their website. Um, and it was mostly, mostly just uh, run by Jason Pun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that sounds about right. So, a good group of guys, and it's cool like yeah. th that they have that organization and have that kind of group of friends that can be able to play together. It sucks that they weren't able to get any sponsorships and really kind of help keep the Solaris stuff alive, but, uh, you know, sounds like some of the other players are being able to find new homes and stuff. 
Yeah, I think everyone should be able to find at least somewhere similar to go of similar level. Mm-hmm. Yep. So let's slide over. We've got a few additions to some of the other organizations, uh, like Flipside. Uh, if you guys know Solaris and Flipside, we're partnered up in some team leagues and stuff. So kind of makes sense that Flipside would pick up at least Jon Snow um, as one of their uh, players to be able to, to grab. Um, Silky was one of the other ones that they grabbed as well, the Zerg player. And then, uh, you know, we talked about previously IVD and that whole thing. Well, Puck now is on uh, Flipside Gaming. so Which is a, is a good move for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a shame that IBD doesn't have the resources to support him right now. Yep. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's good to see him actually get somewhere that does. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep, it's true. I mean, Flipside's roster is looking super, super solid uh, from NA talent in particular. They've um, been picking up all the scraps everyone's been dropping. Yeah. The scraps are juicy bits. <laughs> right? Uh, like Solaris, <laughs> Clarity, Demos, IVD, all of these teams here, they're like, yes, we will take all of your players. All so, the great ones. <laughs> here. Um, so, yeah, that's cool to see. I mean, they've got a, a, a solid roster. Um, we know at least uh, two of their players are in Challenge League this year so far. Uh, yeah. Bales, I believe, made it. Uh, yep, Bales and Puck are both qualified up. Maybe okay, there'll be nice. more players in the future uh, because there are still at least two more qualifiers coming up Wednesday and Thursday this week. So make oh. sure you guys are keeping your eyes open for that stuff. Um, but yeah, that's what's happening with Flipside at least. Um, and what about Psystorm? Uh, well, they have picked up uh, Ender. Yes. Ender, another WCS player there. So, mm-hmm. very, very cool to see. Psystorm Gaming is another one of those newer um, organizations uh, that sort of popped up. It, it was made kind of summertime of 2014, uh, then started really picking up some players in the September, sort of fall period there, like... Um, SWS and stuff, Sleet, Migraine, those sort of players. But uh, as of now, that they've got uh, SWS, Intense, Ender, and Fog um, on their kind of main roster, their main squad that they've got. Of course, Ender uh, is in Challenge League right now for WCS, so there's you know that uh, cool to have him represented there. Sleet and Migraine, of course, are their like academy squad that they've got. Um, so. Solid, solid uh, new team that's kind of popped up out of nowhere. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, And then sort of the last kind of big name team and player change is just MMA news. But what's happening with MMA? Well, MMA news isn't too exciting, but it's good news. And it's that MMA has re-signed with Acer Esports for 2015. So I believe he's there for the whole year. Yep, yep, that will be true. Um, and actually, I just noticed that uh, to kind of slide back to the Heroes of the Storm because I saw somebody in chat mentioning, do you guys know anyone personally that plays Heroes? Um, I play Heroes, but I'm not, I'm not, like they're saying that uh, they only know people that are trying to get into it to gain something or, or whatever, but I like the game as a casual MOBA um, because I played, I played Dota, and it's very competitive. It's 
easy to kind of make a mistake and things can snowball out of control where that doesn't happen as much with Heroes of the Storm is what I've noticed. Um, I couldn't really ever get into lull and the one aspect I like with Heroes is that it takes away all the items altogether. There's team experience and stuff. So it you really can just go in and sit there and micro around and, and have fun. You don't have to like worry too much. It's a brawler, Crimson says. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so it's you'll never hear Blizzard calling it a MOBA. <laughs> yeah, so I, I like Heroes. I'm gonna keep playing it. Even when the you know it's released and stuff, I'll probably play it. It's it's kind of kind of fit that sort of genre for me of like alright, I'm gonna kill twenty minutes or whatever and play a, a game real quick. I look, I can play as Abathur, I can play as you know, Nova and stuff like that. And, oh, I can play as Diablo. I can play as the Blizzard heroes and stuff that I know. I know this genre very, very well. I've been playing it since I was a little kid, so it makes sense, and I don't know. It works for me, so. <laughs> that's not to sound all fanboyish, but it kind of, that's it's just how it works, I guess. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, good question there, asking about the Heroes stuff. And, you know, we'll see what, what actually comes up with Heroes in the future. Um, but those are our team and player changes for the week, uh, week and a half or so that's kind of happened. Um, we try to keep you at least up to date week to week about any team and player changes. And as the year is picking up and the tournament system starts kicking into high gear, we might see a little bit more, uh, especially picking up some of these players that might potentially qualify for challenge league and stuff we might see some shifting in that regard um but getting into the tournament side of things uh i was talking about we had kind of a weekend full of lands um there was or a day full of well yes a day full of lands but they pretty much all on saturday uh chicraft dc land and then the soul cow land um all happened all over the weekend there um so there was that cool uh, stuff going on there uh, if you guys missed it, uh, there was actually a cool little blog post that got posted up with pictures of the DC land. If you guys didn't see it, I'll throw that up in the chat, uh, as well. Um, but, uh, that's what's going on with some cool, lo like, local coverage, um, from Troy. He came out, and he actually is not really familiar with StarCraft as much. He kind of went to Red Bull and went to this. And so that was, you know, cool for him to kind of be a little bit more introduced to StarCraft and kind of have that perspective and talk a little bit about um, that aspect uh, of things. Um, but I did want to talk a little bit about our top three finishes at each of the lands. Um, in particular, DC land, we had um, Migraine, End of Line, and Lucky Fool be our top three. Uh, if you guys are paying attention, we were talking about Psystorm. Uh, Migraine, of course, is on their academy team. He came out there. Uh, as a Protoss player, did uh, very, very well for himself. Uh, end of line, of course, uh, one of the local guys as well as Lucky Fool. Uh, end of line kind of been hovering around that Grandmaster level. Um, but uh, I think right now he was on no dice for a while, and then I don't know where he is currently team-wise. So, but uh, a lot of our, our players that we normally get out to the event, like Illusion... Uh, Avillo and stuff like that uh, did not get to attend this one. A lot of people decided that they were going to get the flu and be sick and other sort of stuff. So sadly we didn't have as high of a competition, but a lot of the 
uh, academy and uh, kind of management side of Psystorm came out for the event, so that was cool that a lot of them were able to come uh, and attend the DC land. We're looking about nice. having another one in March. I think second, third week, sometime in March is kind <laughs> of the, the plan as of right now. Um, so we're going to see how things work out uh, for that. I'm actually currently chopping up all of the VODs for DC land and uploading them to YouTube today slash tomorrow is kind of my my plan for that so if you guys missed any of the games uh i'd recommend you check out the vods in particular watch migraine versus end of line because those are a really really good series because they were both very evenly matched uh and that really showed in their games there um and sliding over to like the chicraft stuff um that had uh, our top three finish consisting of uh odin honey bear and faith um, and in particular, like, I didn't really know Faith was playing very much. So that was cool to, to uh, see that Faith was able to get third place there. Um, and then Honey Bear uh, is one of the players that you start to see at least a little bit more if you're paying attention to, like, WCS qualifiers or other qualifiers. His name starts to crop up here and there and there. Um, Odin is a player that I actually have never really heard of. So... I'm not sure what team he's on or anything. I know he, uh, they at least were nice enough to put the race under their brackets and let us know that he was Terran. So maybe we'll see him. Maybe the reason why we have not seen him in WCS is maybe he's too young. Um, in particular, like Illusion, when he started playing, that like 14-year-old, he was dominating our, our lands before... You know, he kind of jumped into the regular circuit and regular scene. And with the changes that you have to be, what is it, 16 to be able to play in WCS? I think now it is, yeah. So maybe that's a, a reason why we, or at least I am not as familiar with Odin. I don't know. Or maybe Quite he, possibly. he goes by another ID, but uh, yeah, it's possible. Oh, and Richard's joining us as well. Of course, Richard was the awesome one to set up the DC land uh, over the weekend was uh, down in the DC area for uh, of course the speed running and all of the uh, awesome da uh, games done quick stuff uh, and helped to set everything up there but had to leave a little bit early and didn't get to come out for barbecue on Saturday but sad news but hopefully we'll be able to have him back out uh, in March when we try to have another uh, event there but uh, so that's the DC land chai craft stuff um, and the SoulCal stuff had a pretty solid turnout. Uh, it looks like they had around 30-some players, uh, but they had $1,000 on the line. Very, very solid prize pool. Um, and they had some actually very strong players come to the event. Um, Sleet, Padre, Trace, Silky, Mystic, Arium, Nathanius... Uh, Rotterdam, Intense, Love. Um, did I miss anybody there? I mean, the, there's... Bubbles. Bubbles, yep. Uh, <laughs> SWS is there. Um, like, the, there's there was a lot of uh, players that, that attended the event. Um, but, in the end, there was our kind of top three that ended up uh, being able to, to kind of hold uh, the trophy there. And 
Trace was our first place finisher there, um, mm-hmm. which is awesome to see. He actually uh, was able to climb his way up into sort of the winner bracket finals, ended up uh, winning that 2-1 over Ariam. Um, and uh, Ariam, of course, knocked down to the loser bracket there. Um, and SWS, who was actually like very like second round losers and he climbed his way all the way up uh, uh, to be able to play uh, against Intense and Arium uh, and Sleet and sadly he lost to Arium but that just made there was a rematch against Trace cool stuff to see so our top three Trace Arium SWS there uh, for the SoulCal event um, and now I'm a slacker and don't know for a fact uh, if there is going to be or when the next SoCal event was. Uh, Arian was on the stream a little bit earlier, but it seems like he he popped off, so I can't tell you whether or not or can't ask him. I'll have to spam him on on uh, yeah. Skype later tonight and ask him to see um, what's going to be happening with with uh, the SoulCal stuff in the future there, um, but. Uh, couple other things. There was sort of the team leagues that were going on, like the SC2 Improve that we never really saw stuff from that I was expecting. Oh, maybe we'll see stuff over the holidays. Right. Um, not really much has happened. Not really. And Solaris made it to the finals. But is no more. But is no more. Hmm. So, yeah. <laughs> Um. Yeah, so I'm not sure. Uh, what's what's happening with with that one? Um, and then like no dice gaming. Um, they're and root to, still need to play. Yeah, yeah. they were supposed to play root at some point, but so who knows what's going to happen with that? This might be a kind of. Everyone forget about this league. It doesn't exist, sort of thing. But <laughs> uh, not not sure there. But Cascade, um, they had Solaris and, and Flipside as one of the uh, teams there. Which uh, you think Flipside should have a deep enough roster to compete on their own now? Yes, I, I feel like they they're still going to be fine. Uh, Silky, Saravati, Puck. Uh, Nero, Jon Snow, Flatline, Elham, and Bales. They should be able to get it done. They're actually right now ranked 10th, and they're like right at that cutoff mark where they'd still be able to, uh, oh, yeah. uh, you know, be able to, to play, I guess, for, for next season. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, the cutoff for the sort of um, top spots did finish up. I guess. I mean, the, the weeks stop doing stuff after week 11. When was that? It doesn't even have a date for me. It just says week 11. Mm-hmm. I know, but I noticed yeah. that on the playoffs, it has the whole list of the the playoffs there. So did this all just finish up without me noticing it? Because uh, it's know. possible. It's possible, guys. 
that's the problem also with with EU team leagues is that they're on on uh, really really bad times. And Crimson saying DETL for life. I agree. Back when NA team leagues got it done. But uh, I don't know. Just wanted to kind of uh, bring that up for you guys. Uh, to to notice with with for the team leagues that there's really none happening right now. <laughs> um, it's kind of the the being the new year and all. Yeah, being being the new year and all. Um, but we have the Axiom Legacy of the Void event. Um, what, Curran, did you get to watch any of that or, or no? I did it? not. I want to go back. I've been trying to watch as as much of the custom mod mm. stuff as I can. Uh, just because I think it's fun and fresh. Uh, but I have not gotten to see this. I do want to check out the VODs at some point. Yeah, or the I, VOD. I missed out on it. I think it was Sunday that this was taking place. Um, and this was when I was like actually spending time with my chickadee because I've been AFK last week with StarCraft stuff with casting WCS and and uh, DC Land, so I missed out on it, sadly. Um, but I knew QXC and uh, Total Biscuit were doing coverage for it. Um, a few other people are doing a lot of stuff similar to this as well. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, so it's it's cool that there are little events happening based on the mod uh, until like we get the beta. So I like that uh, aspect that people are you know interested in it. Um, also, with the players that ended up playing in it, um, we had our kind of final between Crank and Impact, and Impact was able to win. Um, I don't have any spoilers for you because I don't really know how the matches went. I can't say which games to watch or what not. Um, but it looked like a, it looks like a very back and forth series. Yes, I mean it, they're. It's not just yeah. someone dominating in a comeback, at least. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, that is true. And uh, there's a lot of matches that you guys could be able to watch if you wanted to, uh, because it was an eight-player tournament. Um, so if you was... Uh, oh, okay, so Aaron was saying that it had like 30,000 viewers at like nine in the morning there. Um, so that's that's solid, if, <laughs> if I do say so, um, as, as events and stuff go. Um but, uh, yeah, that's really... I can't tell too much more about it since I really was not uh, able to watch much of it and haven't gotten around to checking out the mods. But um, ASL uh, had finished up their season, season three of the Prime League, at least. Uh, did get to finish up recently. I think they finished up on Sunday as well. Uh, no, they actually finished up like a week before. I'm lying. They, they, <laughs> finished, they finished up in January is all I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, but since we haven't been here to talk about it, I figure we can at least uh, discuss the fact um, that it Ryong basically got to play his way through beating Jadong, beating Huck to make it to the finals. Uh, the other side of the bracket, like Parting, beat Scarlet, was going to play Journey. Journey got the walkover against Rain, and then Parting got the walkover against Journey. But at least the finals, there was able to to have a match uh, and Parting just was like okay cool I'm just gonna win and just 5-0'd Ryung there so if you wanna watch Protoss beating Terran watch the finals 
and say, or if you want to watch him beating Zerg, watch the the quarterfinals of the playoffs. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, very, very true there. Um, so that was cool to see uh, ASL kind of finish up. Um, I, it's an awesome little tournament system that they got that I feel like doesn't get enough coverage. Whether well, it's, it's on uh, kind of in the afternoon, isn't it, usually? Yeah, y- yes. Yeah. yeah. So. But um, we'll see what happens uh, for Season 4 and stuff. Um, I don't know if they've got... Let's see, do they have an announcement of the date? Uh, looks like their start date for Season 4 is going to be February 12th. Um, oh wow! So like a month away. Yep. Yeah, so they've we've got about a month or so, and just like with what's cool with the ASL, uh, ASL stuff is that they've got those little breakdown uh, of leagues, um, that if you're bronze and silver, you can actually play uh, in this, you know, and then they you can get prize pool for it, gold, platinum, um, you know, diamond, low master, and then they've got their sort of master, grandmaster, semi pro level, and then of course. Their uh, prime league or whatever is is the invite only uh, for uh, professional players. Uh, but if you get top eight in season three, you're guaranteed into season four. So that's sort of their way of taking. You know what? You did well. Come right in, kind of thing. So cool stuff. We'll get you guys up to date at least as it gets a little bit closer to ASL uh, as we get uh, as we're getting closer to February. Yeah. Um, and that's really what, what was happening with ASL stuff, but why don't we slide over and talk uh, WCS stuff. Still no word right now, uh, sadly, for Australia. I don't know what, what happened to him, guys. We, we uh, He said he was good <laughs> to join us this evening, but uh, that was earlier today, so... Uh, something might have come up, and we're going to still try to get in touch with them and have them join us, at least as we are discussing through the WCS stuff. Um, so why don't we at least talk EU stuff first while we wait, and hopefully um, Australia will be able to join us a little bit later there. Um, since we've had four qualifiers now for EU, um, and as it's gone through... Um, had some some really cool and exciting matches, and a lot of players make it very far that we'd expect to make it far. Uh, some of the players maybe that we were not as expecting as much to make it were able to make it. I thought it was interesting um, that Petraeus is playing in the EU qualifiers because I could have sworn Petraeus was playing in the NA ones last year, but. I don't know, but I, I, you know... I think you're right, but I don't recall. <laughs> um, I have to look and see. Petraeus. Results. Uh, Let's see what he says. Uh, <laughs> season 3 of WCS America. Yeah, he was in Challenge League of WCS America. Oh, wait, that was 2013. Uh, he didn't make it into... Challenge League. Not, okay, did not qualify. He made it to the round of four, season one, made it to the round of four, season two, and made it to the round of two of the qualifiers, the final match, 
and just was not able to qualify up in 2014. Uh, so I don't know what, what happened where he's like, you know what, EU is where I should play, but um, in the first qualifier, Petraeus made it to uh, basically the semifinals uh, of his group, um, beating Fraser, beating Bly, and then losing to Hero Marine, who actually went on to qualify up. Uh, BCQT actually uh, had a great TVT run, beating Uthermal, Morrow, and Daishi to qualify up for his spot there. Uh, and Lieblo able to beat um, Kerr, Mana, Marine Lord, and Bunny to qualify. And 4GG, of course, able to get through uh, Johnny Rico, uh, Bling, and uh, Harstrom there. <clears throat> so he was able to get through there. Um, the second qualifier, again, we had some a lot of the players that we'd expect to get far were able to get far. Um, but overall, actually, I can probably just throw up and show you guys the, the full list of EU who've been able to uh, qualify as it is instead of just going through all the names this will just be make it that much easier for you guys <laughs> slide it over oh of course I don't have everything up to date for that one of these screens I have <laughs> things let's do it like this let's do it like this guys Add current in here so we at least have current. Just in case Australia joins us, <laughs> that we'll have this screen ready to go to. Blam. Then you'll just have to scramble to fix the. Uh, oh, yeah, the I forgot game. about that. Oh, oh, I don't even. I don't even. <laughs> I don't even know. I don't even know. All right, so we've got the, the list for you guys here uh, of our. our Europe, Europeans that have been able to qualify up uh, as it goes. Um, I don't know who this Pity Drogo is, though. He is a new name to me. Um, yeah. Um, he qualified on the second day. Yes, he, he made it to the semifinals on the first day, but able to qualify up on the, the second day there. And beat Snoot for the spot. Yeah. So that's that's pretty cool to see. Snoot, of course, able to qualify it anyway. But um, we're seeing a lot of Terrans qualify up this season. Like usually, when I think of EU, I'm thinking a lot more of their Protoss and their Zerg players. But Uthermal, Marine Lord, Kaz, Bunny, Beastie QT, 4GG, and Hero Marine have all been able to qualify up so far. Yeah, and you usually expect yeah Bunny and 4GG. And a few people like that to make it. But yes. yeah, it feels like there's more than, than usual. Mm -hmm. um, and I feel like we're missing out on some of our Protoss and Zerg players. Now, I'm sure everyone's looking at the list and kind of thinking, hmm, there's this one teamless player that's supposed to be retired that qualified up. <laughs> that's right, Nanny Wall's back, guys. He's back. <laughs> for how long and it, it, who knows yep. you know, we really don't know he, he could be in the middle of a tournament and then that's <laughs> it's possible it's possible there um, and there's still a lot, actually a lot more qualifiers um, for EU in particular um, since EU does have um, two more they, yeah they've got their 
two more set up for their main qualifiers, and they have like the last chance. So I guess they have like three. Okay, yeah. Um, but we've been talking about Petraeus. Petraeus was actually made it to the finals against Snoot to qualify up this time around. Uh, was unable to. So yeah, in that last one. So mm-hmm. hopefully he'll uh, get another shot. Next three. Hopefully he will. Um, and ah, I just noticed that the WCS qualifier Liquipedia page is not up to date because it does not have Wellmu on the list, and Wellmu did qualify up today. It has Wellmu on the list. Maybe qualified I players. Not on the WCS Season 1 qualifier, just like the main qualifier page. Under the EU page, it does have... Oh, okay, yeah. But the actual qualifier that has a list of Europe, America, China, China, Latin America, uh, SEA, and Hong Kong, it doesn't. So, any of you guys that are skilled with Liquipedia, go, go on there and do some correcting, because uh, I'm too lazy right now. Um, <laughs> but I'm happy that Wellmu made it back in. Is really kind of the the point I was trying to get across uh, there. Is that uh, I'm happy Wellmu got in. Majestic uh, actually beat out TLO to grab himself a spot. Uh, Mana able to seal the deal over Happy there. Uh, so very very cool. There's going to be another qualifier taking place tomorrow, um, and it looks like on Wednesday as well. Um, and then their last chance qualifier is going to be on the 16th, so Friday. So they're basically going to be going the next two days of qualifiers, the 5th and 6th one. And it makes me wonder, are we going to have more Zergs start to get in? Like, I feel like Petraeus has a good hope. good, ch- a good chance. Um, the other players, like sort of, Slivko, Mini Razor, Rup, Rhett, TLO, Nurchio, Bly. Um, I, I think even Demaga has been trying to play a little bit. Um, uh, also, we've had Targa play a little bit here in the first couple qualifiers. So there's there's a lot of great uh, Zerg still Zerg's out there. In there yeah. um, even like with some of our Protoss players that haven't got in... Um, we haven't seen... Bling's been trying pretty hard with it. Showtime um, has not made it in yet. Harstum, Zake hasn't. Um, you know, so there's there's still a lot of players uh, that have a chance to be able to get in uh, that haven't qualified up. But again, we've got basically three more qualifiers for Europe, and then they're going to have the European list set. Um I'm not sure. Let me double check and see when Challenge League starts for Europe. Do they have a, a start date yet? Um, no, doesn't seem like they do. Okay, <laughs> they're gonna leave us uh, leave us hanging to try to guesstimate and and figure it out on our own. It seems. Um, but that's okay. What what? Any thoughts with uh, the players that have qualified up or or? Any of the players that haven't qualified up yet? Um, none particular. Uh, like I was saying, there's a few of those names there where you just kind of you expect them to be there. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, Nanny won the surprise one. Yeah, really. that that makes me wonder. Like, 
are we going to see like Stefano in the last chance qualifier come in out of nowhere and qualify up just for, <laughs> you know, for, for whatever chits and giggles Stefano does? Because he did that last couple, at least 2014, he just was like, all right, I'm retired. Hey, guys, I'm just going to try to qualify for WCS. Oh, look, I'm in WCS. All right. <laughs> oh, look, I'm in Premier League. All right. <laughs> so, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. Uh, what the last couple qualifiers bring for for WCS uh, EU there. Um, America, though, is the one that I'm actually much more interested in in discussing and talking about. And I was hoping that we would have uh, Australia on to talk about at least a second qualifier. But why don't we talk about the first qualifier? Um, And with the players that we've had qualify up, this was the one that uh, QXC was able to get his spot um and he had a good run um taking out kingdom moose gills uh xenocider and puck in order to get his spot in there uh played puck in the finals there um and bales um of course teammate of puck there had a good run as well playing zen sws ghost user and then vibe um and vibe you know one of those players that you're like not really sure what to really expect from him she doesn't really play as often, but uh, you know, Vi beat Huck the round before that to make it to the finals. So clearly, his ZVP was uh, good enough to beat Huck, but just not uh, on par with, with Bale's uh, PVZ there. So uh, good on Bale's and Puck. Um, then we had our two Koreans be able to take uh, spots in the first quali- qualifier. Uh, Violet, one of those players that a lot of people are expecting to get in, uh, was mm-hmm. able to go through. Um, he was able to take out um, Elheim, Estrella, and Masa. Um, very close match there, 2-1 over Masa. Uh, the other one, Hydra. Uh, of course, Root Gaming's Hydra. Um, was able to get his way through, beat Trace, uh, beat The Truth, um, and then played Pult in the final match there and was able to beat Pult. Pult seems to be our other player that uh, a lot of people are kind of expecting to get um, in it's captain america it, it is captain america but uh we've got two more qualifiers left guys and the captain isn't in uh and i'm sure if you guys were paying attention to twitter last thursday you you already know this but uh pult had a good run you know making it to the finals there basically pay, played pb or sorry tvps his way up there and there was another player that had a pretty good run. Kane made his way up through there, taking out Avillo, taking out Ghost User, and played Pult in the finals and ended up beating Pult, winning 2-1 over Pult to be able to qualify up and stopping him again for the second time. Pult has lost a TVZ to be able to qualify. (laughs) One of the other players, though that a lot of people are expecting to be able to qualify up for WCS America is a Zerg player. Canadian. Of course, I'm talking about Scarlet. She was playing in the fourth bracket there. Um, And she actually, you know, played against No Regret, ended up winning against No Regret there, moved on to the semifinals, but lost to Estrella 2-1. And then Australia moved into the finals to play EJ and beat EJK 2-0 there. So, 
Australia had a pretty solid run being able to jump his way up over Scarlett. And I think that's something that I, a lot of people overlooked in this qualifier. A lot of people were so hype over Kane beating Captain America, which is understandably so. Uh, but even, it's still like Scarlett, one of our best NA players, was beaten out by Estrella, who a lot of people aren't as familiar with. So I thought that was cool. Uh, the other two players that were able to qualify up, Masa, finally able to qualify up, and this is the one that uh, um, Puck was able to get qualified through. I Yeah, because he lost to QXC in the first qualifier there. Uh, but Puck, mm -hmm. you know, basically was playing solid PVPs in the first couple rounds, uh, and then played PVTs the last two rounds, playing against Simon and Bioice, of course, the Canadian player. If you guys pay attention when we are talking at least a little bit about Torcraft and stuff, Master Dulk has mentioned Bioice. He was one of kind of the potential people to make it onto Breaking Out um, last season and stuff like that. So uh, definitely something to keep your eyes on uh, in particular there. So good for Puck to get that one. Um, Masa, though. He had a pretty solid run of his own, beating Trace, beating Jon Snow, uh, and then facing Xenocider there in that final match. Xenocider, of course, beat State and Drunken Boy to get in and, and lock himself in. So, uh, as it goes, Bales, Puck, Estrella, QXC, Masa, Hydra, Violet, and Kane are the qualified players so far. There's two more qualifiers, Wednesday and Thursday, that are going to be taking place. But there's still a lot of players that, uh, going into this season, I think a lot of people were expecting shouldn't have a problem getting in. We, we, we said Captain America. I was saying Scarlet. If you had to look at some of the, the players that we don't have in, in WCS America, who do you think should be in WCS America for the Challenge League? Or maybe who would, you, who would you like to see if we had to pick through? Well, I'd like to see Saravati get yeah. through. Yeah. Let's be honest. Let's be honest. I've been waiting for the day Brian rises to his greatness. Yeah, when he's got the time. <laughs> <laughs> and the internet. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, asking me who I want is a much different question than who I think. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I will admit that. Um. I think Jon Snow has a pretty good chance yes. of making it in. Yeah. And I also think... Uh, well, yeah, of course, Scarlet mm -hmm. should have a chance as well. And I want to say Hendralisk. Mm -hmm. Hendralisk is playing pretty well from what I've seen. Um, I also would love to see State, too. You know, yes. Since he's been over in Korea for a while, now he's back over playing in NA. I'd love to see Is him. he still living in Korea? I think so. Let's see, because I was wondering if Ping maybe had an issue I, or I, had an effect on yeah. his games. I'm not 100% sure. I, can't, I could not say for certain, but I am... I would like to say I'm at least 78% sure that he is still in Korea. Okay, so maybe that's been one of the reasons he had trouble getting through so far. Yeah, yeah. Um, Huck, I guess, is another player that 
has his up and downs, but I I still feel like he has a, a good chance of being able to, to qualify up. Um, that being said, though, like, I, I, Polt, I guess, you know. Oh, yeah. Polt has a good chance. I actually, my, my dream qualifier spot would be next qualifier spot, Scarlet and Polt are in the same bracket group, opposite ends, meet in the finals, and Scarlet's going to win because Polt sucks right now, TVC. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that, yeah. that's, that's what I'm hoping for. Um, <laughs> well, you may get your wish. Who knows? We'll see. We'll see what happens on Wednesday there. Um, <laughs> a Drunken Boy has also been having a pretty solid run at, you know, as one of the um, Terran players there that uh, kind of we haven't seen very much from um, apart from his his runs in, in WCS Challenge League and he was a consistent WCS Challenge League player uh, like and 2013, end of 2014 there, or beginning of 2014 um, so it's cool to see it would be cool to see him uh, being able to play uh, and, and qualify up because he's definitely been putting in the work it seems um, hmm I'm trying to think other other players that uh, Neeb I don't think we've really seen anything from Neeb a bit but I want to say it's been a while um, does he he doesn't get a spot already, does he? I don't even see him on this Where's list. Where is he? He was... No, because he didn't... He... I mean, he made the round of 16 of Premier League, but he wouldn't... No, he wasn't... Oh, no. Is he not old enough? Possibly. He might not be... So I don't see him on the list of I, I haven't been seeing him at all, and that makes me wonder... Um, if, and that sucks, like, him and Arium are the two, then, that would come to mind that, like, very much deserving of spots and deserving to be able to play, but because of the fact that... It's a global thing. Germany has some little 16-year-olds are only allowed to play. No. (laughs) Um... Yeah, I, I'm excited for Wednesday and Thursday um, to be able to see how the players do. I'm going to be doing some coverage and doing some casting up. I know Ravi and Tempo have been doing some coverage and casting up uh, to see how things go with, with WCS. Um, so that's going to be cool as we get m- more information. Uh, the way it's going to work, once we have all of our players... Um, there's going to be four days of, of Europe and they're just going to break it down. Players are going to get paired up and they've got their sort of one match to determine if they make it or not. Um, if not, then you better luck next year, ne- next season, really. Um, if you do, awesome. Congratulations. You move on to uh, um, Premier League. You get, what, 2000 bucks, I think. I don't know how much you get for making it in there. Oh, I'm sorry. By making the challenge, you get $2,000. Not bad. Uh, by making it to 
Premier League, being one of the round of 32 players, you get $4,500. So, so pretty pretty good incentive, I would say, for, for the players uh, uh, to be playing. But um, there's two days of America, only two days of the America events, but they're going to have five matches uh, each day for those. We do have our... I guess, how can we classify WCS this season? Because it's not really WCS America. WC Once it gets to Challenge League, maybe it, I guess maybe it is still Challenge League. Is WCS China Challenge League, WCS America, WCS EU Challenge League, and then once it gets Premier, it's it's everybody. Is that how we're doing it? I'm not 100 percent sure to be honest. Yeah, I th I think that's how it's it's being set up because the Challenge League stuff we do have at least China and like the Southeast Asia Oceanic matches coming up to be able to watch. Uh, in particular, on Wednesday, China's matches are going to be taking place, uh, and on Saturday, the Oceanic Southeast Asia matches are going to be taking place. Um. So that is going to be cool to see. There's one Terran player, XY, for our Chinese qualified players. Uh, then we've got four Protoss, three Zergs. If you guys have been paying attention to some of the Chinese stuff, because they've been having a little bit more tournaments, or at least with just the WCS stuff lately, you might be familiar. Like Ming, Jim, Top, Maxed, Zigua, IA, that sort of stuff. Uh, those guys are going to be playing... I guess Clavy is that how you pronounce his name? I'm I'm not sure, but he is um, sure. an actually a teamless Chinese player. Everybody else is on a team, but he was able to qualify up, and he's going to be playing against Zigua there uh, in the qualifiers. So that's that's awesome to see, even a teamless uh, player like that able to, to qualify up. Um, as for the Oceanic Southeast Asia matches. I guess Pig, Ender, and King Kong are our four players that we're able to get in. They're going to be all lined up. I guess is playing Ender. Pig is playing King Kong. Um, from, I'm I'm not sure how things have gone um, lately with these players. Uh, Actually, I can look on the the qualifiers. I was going to say, from at least in 2014, usually King Kong was the one beating Pig. But this time around, Pig beat King Kong in the winner's final, and the 2-0, and then beat King Kong 4-2 in the grand final there. So I guess Pig is kind of on his game uh, going into things. Um, I guess was able to play Ender in the loser semifinal. Um and was able to beat him. So maybe this is kind of a little speculation of, of how those matches are going to be. I don't know. But I think that'll be cool to see this coming weekend uh, how things go with that. <laughs> Crimson saying that you can be sure that base trade's going to be casting all the Abilo games. Probably. You're right. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, we'll get things figured out with... Hopefully more stuff with WCS America, WCS EU for you guys, and at least have results for the China Challenge League and the Southeast Asian Challenge League for uh, next week for you guys. 
Um, and we'll have Dalk back with us next week. And hopefully we can figure out about what happened with our guests by next week. <laughs> um, but that's really it. I mean, that's we, we were hoping to have um, Australia. So did we talk about uh, ladder map? Oh, did I forget about the ladder maps altogether? I must have. So, Kern, Maybe. what what did what did we miss with the ladder maps? What's happening with the ladder maps? Uh well. You know, new new season for 2015, mm -hmm. and for this new season, they're getting rid of King Sejong Station, Foxtrot Labs, Merry Go Round, and Nimbus. And Nimbus, yep, yep. And they've got all in place. some new maps for us. Um, yep. And actually, I can pull up the picture of those. Expedition Lost, Secret Spring, Vanny something like that, Research Station, <laughs> and Inferno Pools. Inferno Pools. And there's a lot of, uh, like, uh, pocket naturals, if you will. Mm -hmm. Like, in-base naturals. Alright, let me slide over to this. I can show you guys... Um, at least what some of these maps look like. Um, and this, I'll throw up Secret Spring first. If Secret Spring has a, a free base in the back, it looks like. Yes, yes it does. As well as Vanu Research Station, or Vanny Research Station, and, okay, no, Inferno Pools does not. I do like the tile set for Inferno Pools, though. Oh yeah, I, I've. It was a terrible map, but I loved Dual Sight because yeah. it had the two sides. It was an awful map, though. <laughs> um, <laughs> and Expedition Lost, you gotta have an icy, snowy map because, you know, why not? Um, as long as it's not actually snowing. <laughs> you don't like the snow? <laughs> on certain maps, it was real bad. Yes, there was a, it was. I forget which map it was. There was a, a period of time there where King Sejong was in there, a couple other snowy ones, and one of them made it so hard to see roaches and everything through a stream. Hello. <laughs> oh my gosh, Australia has joined us, guys. <laughs> I'm here. I'm so sorry I'm late. That's okay. You were able to join <laughs> us. Like, perfect timing. That's really Okay. I have no video. I'm so sorry. That's all right. That's all right. We'll make it work. <laughs> okay. Okay. Why is my... Oh, that's why. I'm getting all thrown off with the... Uh, all of my overlays, guys. Give me one second while we get it all sorted out and jumped in here. Um, all right. Cool. So... Of course, Australia. While you're you're jumping in and and joining us, and I'm trying to fix everything because I'm a slacker and, and not prepared, <laughs> I guess. Why don't you introduce yourself for for everybody uh, on stream here? Okay, uh, I'm Australia. I started off in a bronze like a scrub, then I eventually I think I've been playing for like three years, and I made my way to a seed and then to root. And uh, I'm in high school. I'm uh, 17 years old, and I live in San Diego. It's pretty exciting. Good stuff. Good stuff. Um, and you just recently qualified up for WCS Challenge League. Mm-hmm, that's correct. Yes. So you were able to qualify up at least, uh, 2014, or was it 2013 that you qualified? Uh, it was, it was last year, 2014. Okay, cool. 
Sweet, sweet, sweet. So why don't you tell us a little bit about your, your run? We talked about it um, on stream a little bit when we were kind of going over the WCS America and, and everything like that. But uh, why don't you at least tell us about, from your perspective, how things went with that? Okay, so I thought I had a fairly easy bracket besides Scarlet. That was obviously going to be the real challenge. But I actually uh, encountered Spectre, who's a Terran player. And I found that to be an extremely hard match. I had no clue that guy was so good. So that was a really tough match for me. All three games were like more than 30 minutes or about 30 minutes. Nice. And I thought I was, I actually thought I was going to lose that. I went down 1-0, then I got behind the second game. So I won that barely, and then I got on to Scarlet. And then uh, after the first game, I realized that <laughs> I wasn't going to play a long air game Swarm Host for sure, because she's pretty good at that style. Mm-hmm. So I kind of cheesed her the next two games and got pretty lucky, so that was nice. And after that, uh, the last match was pretty pretty nice for me. Mm-hmm. That is true. Nice. Um, yeah, you got to play EJK. Are you familiar with uh, EJK? Like, have you played him on the ladder or anything like that? Um, I was not familiar with him, so I was just uh, sticking to my, my standard macro builds, and they seemed to work out. Cool, cool. That makes a, a lot of sense there. Um, so why don't you tell us what's your thoughts with the changes to WCS since you're actually a player going into it, like the changes maybe to um, how Challenge League is run, how Premier League's run, that sort of stuff we'll start with and then we can talk a little bit more detail. Okay, well I'm actually a fan of the Premier League changes where everything is just one thing. I think that uh, the way they distribute it, like the, the, the different amounts of players for different regions actually makes a lot of sense because that's they uh, distribute it where the good players are, gets more spots. That makes sense to me. I still don't like Challenger League where it's one best of five. It's more of like a Challenger match than a Challenger League. Mm-hmm. So it, it makes it seem kind of luck-based to the players in my point of view. Uh, yeah. So I, I kind of uh, understand what you're saying with the, the luck base. What would you like to see then as a, a league-wise for Challenge League? Would you like to see kind of a... Uh, similar to Premier League of have every different region feed into it or still have like the America has their qualifier spots and since there's what they're going to be I guess there's there's 10 matches available so have all those 20 players play in their own little tournament kind of thing um, I think sticking to regional for regional players playing each other to get to Premier League is fine as long as they play like a few other players, like maybe pools of four. Mm. It would make sense to me so that they'd actually, you know, um, play a bunch of different players instead of just getting one player, maybe a bad matchup or something would be really unlucky. Ah, okay. That that makes sense. So basically have it like Premier League groups, but right. be Challenge League style. Okay. Yeah. I think that would be cool to see that sort of thing and have at least a little bit variety. Yes, it might take longer, but, uh, you know, with the increased prize pool that's set up for Challenge League now and everything, I think it could be be worth it and stuff. So. Right. Um, Karan, do you have any questions or, or anything you wanted to ask uh, Astraea? Um, not in particular. You've been doing a pretty good job there. Caught, caught you <laughs> off guard. Stole all the good questions is, re- is really what it is. Um, actually, Astraea, I'm curious if you'd be interested or willing to talk about some of your, your practice regimen going into kind of this season of WCS. <laughs> well, that's a little awkward because I've actually been playing a lot of Counter-Strike. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, like, before, before I actually started playing Counter-Strike a week ago, so I've been playing, like, all this week. But before that, I was actually practicing a lot. I was, um... I was actually pretty focused with school, so it's not like too much every day, mm-hmm. but I feel like it's more important to get good quality practice, like lots of sleep every night, stuff like that. That may not sound too important, but the, the, if you get good quality practice, like two or three hours a day, I think it's perfectly fine. And uh, I actually, when I ladder, I look a lot more at my replays and like playing a sheer number of games like a lot of other players. And uh, shout outs to Suppy because I practice with him a lot. He's really good. <laughs> ah, okay, nice. 
Yep, so he is a, pr a pretty solid player there. So you do kind of a mix of, of ladder as well as kind of custom gaming with, with players that you know? Right, right. I get my hands on whatever. Custom games are always more be uh, better for me than uh, ladder games is when it comes to practice because I can practice against one player a lot of times in a row and uh, try to adapt to their style and see what I can do versus them. But uh, when I can't get a custom game, I'll just ladder. Okay. That sounds solid. So looking at the players that have qualified up so far to Challenge League, um, it's got a solid mix race-wise. I mean, there's still two more qualifiers to go, but if you had to get placed against one player that you'd be the happiest against and one player that you'd be the least happiest against out of the few that we have, who would those players be? Well, I'd actually need to pull up the list, but I know for a fact that I'd probably not want to play Pult if he qualifies. Is he already qualified? No, he's been denied twice. Wow. Well, if he does qualify, I'm. Uh, I think my PVT is okay. my PVT is my weakest, so I'm. I'm not feeling pulls. I probably wouldn't uh, do very well there. Okay. And uh, most favorite, I'd have to pull up the list. I don't know who's actually like all of them. So we've got Bales, Puck, um, and of course you as our three Protoss players. QXC, Masa as our Terrans, and then Hydra, Violet, and Kane are our Zerg players. Okay, that's a pretty good list. I'd say my PVP is pretty solid. I'll go with Bales because he hasn't put up as many results as the other players, and I've ha had some trouble with like Puck and uh, Violet and some of the other players on that list. Ah, okay, that makes sense. Um, have you been following really any of the uh, qualifiers, or at least any of the other groups when, when you've been trying to qualify up? Uh, not really. I mean, I was fo obviously following the two I played in, um, okay. and I watched a little bit of the SE. A1, and that was kind of exciting. I was watching Ayagos. Ah, nice, yes. Okay. Well, I was just curious, like, you, you mentioned, like, Pult uh, as one of the players that you think will probably qualify and you don't want to play him, but if you had to pick maybe some other players that jump out in your mind that you think have a really good chance or, or are likely to qualify, uh, are there any that come to, to, to mind for that? Uh, yeah, it's surprising to me that Huck hasn't qualified yet. I'm sure he, he probably will. Uh, I'm not sure who else, to be honest. Okay. So we'll just have to wait and see uh, this week and, and uh, get things all sorted out um, going into at least the, the start of Challenge League there. Um, now I'm blanking on the next question I was going to ask. <laughs> you have your list prepared? No, I didn't. I was, oh. I'm a slacker. I, I ran through <laughs> the, the like five questions that I had initially, and now I'm like, all right, now, now it goes to... to uh, the, the random off the, the, the top of my head questions, but... Um, I was going to ask, uh, do you find it difficult to balance school and practice and everything? Or have you figured out a pretty good schedule for that? You were saying you like to get a lot of rest and get quality practice rather than a lot of it. And I'm sure that partially is because your schedule's a little crazy being a student. The thing is, like, sometimes they can balance it really well, and then sometimes they just go on, like, binge Starcraft playing where I'm staying up too late and then I don't get enough sleep. But when I'm in a, like, I, I, I perform my best when I actually play less Starcraft and I, I do everything else in my life really well, if that makes sense. Yeah. So, yeah. When, I'm, when I'm just playing, like, mad, that is, is, it, it usually makes me play worse, actually. <laughs> so, right now you are still in high school. Are you planning on taking a break before you go to college or going to college or do you have things figured out for your next step um well i'm definitely going to college but <laughs> i don't know um 
I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing this summer, to be honest. <laughs> okay. Well, just wasn't yeah. sure. I know a lot of players like uh, Suppy and stuff like that have kind of taken a break from school for a little bit. Or other players have, have tried taking oh, yeah. a break before, uh, especially with like maybe changes to WCS if that factors in. But I wasn't really planning on taking a break after high school. They're going to go straight to college after summer. All right. Cool. 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 Nice. So, um, so actually, as being one of the young players able to qualify up, do you have any uh, thoughts or opinions on the age restriction for WCS? Um, yeah, I'm not a fan of it. I don't know why they imposed it. I feel really bad for Ariam, actually. Mm. Um, yeah, he, he was very unhappy. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, I can understand that, especially as he kind of helped get his name out there by being able to qualify for WCS last year. So that's, that does suck that the, it something that affects the EU region has to affect the rest of the qualifying regions. Um, but ah, I guess that's kind of out of our control, and we're just going to have to make do. It just Hopefully some of the players like uh, RM and them aren't going to have their skills deteriorate when they aren't able to play in WCS there. Yeah. Um, but uh, Curran, any other questions that you wanted to shoot towards Australia? Uh, nothing I can think of right now. I'm sure there are good ones I'm not thinking of. We kind of did a, a speed run and, and bombarded uh, you with a lot of questions all at once when you jumped on. So. <laughs> that's all right. Um, but I think that's really kind of our major major stuff that we wanted to talk about with you is, is WCS and, and going into things. And it's, it's hard to really uh, kind of make speculations about who you're going to be playing and stuff since there's still at least two more qualifiers um, right. that are going to be taking place this week and everything. Um, but so your plan then is, as far as we know, is just to continue to play in as many of the, the qualifiers uh, for this year as possible, as long as uh, yeah, things work it. out. Okay, cool. Um, well, uh, do you have any shout-outs or anything that you want to give before we kind of sign off for the night? Because you were kind of the, our last bit of the show. We already went through everything else. Um, not really. I mean, shout-outs to Root for uh, their being my team, I guess. Cool. <laughs> Good stuff. But uh, do you do any streaming or anything else like that, or anywhere that people can follow you? Um, my computer is usually too much of a potato for me to stream well. <laughs> but uh, uh, just uh, follow Team Root, I guess, man. <laughs> good to know. Good to know. Um, so then, actually, let's finish up with, with shoutouts as well. Kern, why don't you do your shoutouts for the evening, sir? I will uh, shout out to Australia for coming on, and. Uh, <laughs> And you guys can follow me at Current TV on Twitter if you really feel like finding out when I'm doing random stuff for StarCraft or seeing random space pictures. <laughs> um, and yeah, just thank you to teams and people that give me stuff to observe or produce, like IVD and uh, Fear Dragon and people like that. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Um, so I'm Nan Man, guys. Thanks for tuning in again. This is, of course sc2 up and coming make sure you hit all the follow buttons and all that good stuff you can see everyone's twitter all below their pictures and all that stuff on the screen if you haven't followed the twitch yet please do so twitch.tv slash surreal because we go live every single monday at 9 p.m eastern we're going to try to continue to have more and more guests on and as uh, wcs starts to kick in maybe we'll have some more focus on that as well as some other programs um course like i talked about over the weekend there was all the lands and stuff and i'm currently chopping up the vods from the dc land so if you keep an eye on my youtube which is youtube.com slash name you'll see a lot more content that i'm starting to do over there 
Uh, Wednesday and Thursday this week is going to be WCS America, and I will be doing some coverage for that on this channel as well. So make sure you guys are checking that stuff out. But that's going to do it for us here tonight. Thanks again for tuning in, guys, and we'll see you guys next week. All right. Thanks for having me, guys. Thanks. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for coming on.